Welcome to Oakham Bros. This is Eric and I'm Michael. It's been a while since it's been just the two of us. We were on a tear of interviews. Yes, and um, awesome interviews too, nonetheless. I mean, people that are so interesting. We have an awesome interview next week with um, uh, a screenwriter, an actor, um, a he playwright. Was, I just have to say, we have to tease this. You remember that scene in Poltergeist when the guy is ripping off his face? And he's like, that's our, that's our uncle. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, uncle through choice. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, he has amazing stories. He was Steven Spielberg's assistant. Correct me yep. if I'm wrong. So this is going to be a really interesting interview. So it's going to be a that's great on June 5th or something, June 6th. A week from today. Yeah. But we have yeah. a lot to talk about in the interim. I mean, uh, just yesterday. So today was, uh, is May 28th. Just yesterday, it started upticking in business, right? We saw, we saw, it, 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 it's been this, it's been, you know, flat. Yesterday was this. And it, was, it wasn't this, it was this. We and it saw was, a it was from a variety of clients. Yes. And, you yes. know, it's, based, it's from the conversations that we were having with our clients. Yes. And uh, that, was, that was so exciting last it night. It felt good. It, it didn't amp good. up until like 4 p.m. Easter. Well, I think people were still on Memorial Day weekend. I mean, it was my birthday weekend, which is a pretty important. It's a national. It's we're not still, Memorial Day. It's we're my still birth- talking about your birthday. We're, it's my birthday month, bro. You know, I don't get people who do that. You know, like I know a lot you, of people. You do that? No, no, no. You do that. January is a whole month of Eric. It's, it's just that Gemini Capricorns don't give a shit about their birthdays. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just can't see people like, oh, you know, it's like everyone's just off Christmas and like everyone's off the new year and they're just like, all right, can we like get back to work now, please? Then you have, then we have like, we have CES of the week of your birthday and <sighs> who knows what's going to be the now. Golden Globes, who the hell knows what's going to be now. But yes, yesterday was a definite May 27th, 2020 was a change. And I don't know if it's because Disney World, which is my absolute favorite place besides Vegas on earth, um, Disney World is set to open, and I think, you know, I said this from day one, <clears throat> as Disney goes, so does the world. And I posted that. Yeah, I, I know. About that. You should have put in quotes, Michael, because it made it sound like you're really smart. And it's you're the doing truth, and I think it's, all, I think it's all amping up, and I, I hope to God that it, it stays and we, nobody gets scared, and I hope this virus stays contained, and I hope everybody is smart and... Um, you I think know, people wash their hands yeah. and wear masks and stuff. Yeah, I think people. Um, I think there are going to be cases, right? I think you know, like we can't get away from it. But right. I think the, the I think the smart people are taking all the precautions they can. I right. think the smart people are saying, you know, yeah, we're going to have dividers in Disney World from you against um, the what do you call um, dividers the, the, everywhere? I think those are just yeah. fantastic. I mean, you know, my wife's going to go get her nails done, and it's going to be with a divider. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And, you know, I think these sanitary protocols are long overdue. And I think the airlines and, frankly, every company in the world was getting away with murder. not with unsanitary protocols. With, with the yes, unsanitary absolutely. protocols. And I think it's, it's just about time that – you, um, you, We've flown a million times. Have you ever, like, seen the seat that you're oh sitting in Oh, my God. The there's, there's, like, crumbs and hair all in the thing. It, it's just disgusting. Right. And it's just about time that, um, you know, we're, we're going to start keeping the, the world much more clean. And I think it's, you know – I think you're going to see – I don't think virus. it's overkill. I don't think it's no, overkill at I all. I agree. 
I agree. I agree. I'm looking forward to living in a cleaner world. And, and I do believe that people have to still maintain their health. You know, I, we're, I'm not a doctor. Ugh, I have like something stuck in my eye. I'm not a doctor, um, but I've listened to doctors and I research countless hours on YouTube on like what people do to get healthy. That's Anthony Robbins 101, success leaves clues. And, you know, I take my vitamin D. I take my vitamin C. I'm on this regimen that I feel is healthy for me. And, you know, knocking on wood, you know, I, I don't get the colds like I used to. I don't get sick like I used to. And, yeah, listen, it's it's simple steps. And, you know, I, I think back to that first guy who um, said you have to wash your hands. And he was like ostracized out of the medical medical community. And I, I think this, that. There, well, there's like this thing, but you know, it's always, it's always said, or it's like, it's on Reddit and be like the guy who said, you know, you have to go and wash your hands and it's going to save lives. He was like ostracized out of the, out of the community of mm -hmm. doctors. And I feel like we're at a, we're at a shifting point now where uh, keeping your business clean, keeping your home clean and being responsible for yourself when you're ill to to um to keep others clean like you know if you have a cold or you have the flu or you have covid-19 but you can still go out because you don't feel that bad like wear a mask mm -hmm. protect other people from you I, mm -hmm. I think there's nothing wrong with that and i think this is just the the next stage in our um evolution in, in uh, yeah evolution of the world and i think we're all going to be better right. off for it on the flip side who the hell knows what these chemicals are doing I mean, that's, that's going to be, true. that's going to be come out in the wash at some point, who knows what that's creating, but like everything else, you know, you can't control everything. No, but I do believe that it's nice to know that you're going to walk into, I keep bringing up Disney world because I'm, you know, I know we can't go on vacation there anytime soon because we get, we have a lot of debt we have to pay back. That's not going to look too well of us taking <laughs> selfies on small world going, look, look, we're on small world with the kids. The bank, the the bank the, is going to go nuts. Yeah. The, the bank's going to be like, so we lent you money and you know, this is, what, yeah, no, we have, a, we have a lot of work to do to build business back up. We have, I mean, we have so many people that we want to hire back. We have so many things that were just put on pause, opening up overseas. You know, I mean, just, we were, we were on a tear. Yeah, you know, till February of um of 2020. Yep. But you know, think back to all of the other recessions and all the other depressions. The rocket ship going up after the this flu, is done. The Spanish flu of 1918 put us into the Roaring Twenties. So take we, it. I'll take it. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's that's awesome. Yes, I hope that that we see. A hundred years later, the Roaring Twenties all over again because we were getting there. We were we were there, uh, you know. Right. When, um, it was the post two thousand eight recession. The economy just kept going like that, and everyone was benefiting. That's right. So you know, I also wanted to bring up we redid our home studios. Yeah, I don't know if. Let me zoom yeah. out on the camera. Yeah, me too. And we can. We got first. We got new cameras. We did. And I'll go first. I have my Goonies Never Say Die. I have my framed $100 bills that I got in the Washington Mint and the $2 bill in the Washington Mint. I have a Mr. Incredible that Sharon and the kids bought me for a Father's Day one time. Mr. I got my, I am Mr. Incredible. I got my Monsterland signed poster by me because that's the universe. And I just want to, I want to talk to you about that in a minute, but then I have my Quentin Tarantino autograph that I got when I graduated high school. 
mom and dad bought me that because I was obsessed with Pulp Fiction. Still am. Yeah, I just have to say that all this and stuff. I have my, yeah, I also have my Goodfellas signed screenplay over here. Sure. By, um, Joe Pesci, Mark. All this stuff was in my room in my parents' house. And it was relegated to the basement in the gym because it was the <laughs> furthest away from everything that, you know, when people come over, they can see. So that's where it was pushed to not, you know, I would have put the, all this stuff in, in my bedroom, but obviously, you know, that wasn't going to happen. I so, asked, you know, I, I asked got, Sharon that I said you know, to Sharon, I'm like, Sharon, I have like a, a swingers poster. <laughs> I said, I have a swingers poster. I want to put in our bedroom when we got married. I'm like, I got a swingers poster and I got um like a Mad Max poster. And she's like, what do you like? No, what do you so, doing? like? So I got Rocky Horror Picture Show from Broadway. That was when it was on Broadway. I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that was um, it just that was in my room. Secret. Know, of I mean, I'm a, I'm a '90s kid, so like you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have some artwork by the kids. Above that, that's not a Van Gogh. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yes, it's art. I have the BLS license plate, and then I have um, signed Peter you know, Max. Signed Peter Bowl. Max. We have Indiana Jones. I'm a Zildjian similar because I am a drummer. And then we have two guitars, one signed by 311, the other by Van Halen. And then I have an antique drum. But I think it looks nice. I think it represents who we are. And I think it's a cool c comparison to what we have in the studio at work. And we have these new HD cameras that I love when we're like close up to because it's like so HD. And, um, you know, so I'm going to zoom back in on me now. No, no, too close. Eee! No, no, wait. My fucking bald head is cut off. So I want to mention that, like, you know, when I write a book, when I write a book, my goal of that book is to get it made into a movie. And I created posters of my books. I've been doing this for seven years since I got, you know, since I started self-publishing. Right. So I made a movie poster of my book, Monsterland. And I signed it because I see this movie poster just, you know, all over, all over the well, universe. I actually, I made those posters for you without you knowing. Well, yes, but uh, we started with Brood 10. When I wrote Brood right. 10, which was my, one of well, the first self-published book that I actually wrote, um, I made this gigantic movie poster. And it was like, you know, um, I don't think it said coming to theaters, but it was, it was like, it was very movie filmish. It, you know, it was like this big cicada on it based on the book by Michael Philip Cash, which was my moniker back then. And, um, you know, I believe that like, I'm just putting out into the universe. Like when, when I, you know, when I write a book, I turn it into a movie poster and yes, That's you the did way it works. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. We, yes. I made that, I made that cover. And we basically, well, yeah, you made the cover. Yeah, we made, and then I also, I, I ordered a hundred of these posters. So I think yeah, there's only a hundred, there's, there's only a hundred of these that exist. Yes. And we did like, we did like a contest on Instagram to hand them out and, you know, they yep. got signed, you know, I think we have like yeah. maybe 20 or 20 or so left in our possession. This is one out of 50. This is the first right. one. Oh, no, so it was 50. It was, we made 50. It was one out of 50. Right. Yes. So I don't know if anyone can tell where I got the inspiration for Monsterland from was, but if you look up um, Jurassic Park, the cover for Jurassic Park, hold on, let me look at my phone. If you look up the, the, yeah. the original book by Michael Crichton, Eric, I just want to mention has designed all my covers because I'm the least creative visually person for like artwork. You know, I'm like, I'm a bullshit artist. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not You're good with, um, good with, good words. with words. Yeah. Wait, look at I'm this. visual on the page, but when it comes to the covers, Eric has designed all of my covers, and 
I just think Monsterland, you know, and I own all the images to that. I don't know if you can see the comparison the there. You see? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. We completely ripped was, off Jurassic Park. I think it was Park. a nice, I think it was a really nice ode to Jurassic Park, honestly, 100%. because it was a very similar uh, idea. Which, go, which, which is going to put me into the next thing, because I started doing this thing on LinkedIn. Zoom back in. Zoom, zoom into you so we're even. I mean... Um, Come on, bro. I want, no, I gotta see. We want to see your pretty face. We want to see bro. your pretty face. Come on, zoom Please. in a little bit on you. A Please little. Never bit. say die. You suck, bro. That's good. Okay, so anyway, um, I started doing this thing. I was. It was Memorial Day weekend, and we were sitting by the fire pit. We have this gorgeous fire pit. This really big built-in fire pit to our um, uh, to our patio, and Sharon, me, and the kids. You know, like. Once or twice a week, we make this big bonfire and we roast marshmallows. And sometimes I eat them, and most of the times I don't. And we were sitting, and the kids were playing, and Sharon was on her phone doing some doing some uh, work for the company. And I said, you know what? Like, what are the greatest movies of all time? Like, what are my top ten favorite movies of all time? And I'm like, yeah, oh, There Will Be Blood is my absolute all time favorite movie. So I, I said, you know what? Like, LinkedIn, you know. Who do, I told this to someone like recently where I said like, just don't sell on LinkedIn. I think it was like a limo operator or something. Right. They were like, oh, I want to get big on LinkedIn, but I don't know how, what to do. I'm like, talk about everything but, but the services you have. You know, by the way, I own a limo service. Well, well, I mean, you know, I think that you have to show, you have to show what you're doing. I think you show, that you yes. show, you show yes. but you don't say, use me. Use me, use me, use me. You know, me. right. Like, because exactly you, you right. have to show about all the amazing things that you're doing. That, that's that's you know, not neither like, here nor there, but you're right. not selling. You're right. not you're not saying you're just showing what we're doing, but you're not saying, oh my God, please use me. So, you know, on LinkedIn, I think I believe personality is everything, and I want people to know who I am. I'm a writer. I'm a you know, I'm a brother. I'm a podcaster. You're a bro. I'm a bro. Bruh, b r u h. And I you know I said you know what? just I love lists. I think lists are just the coolest thing ever because it shows who you are as a person, and it creates a little controversy. And I've I created a little bit of a shitstorm on on LinkedIn. So I wrote the top ten best movies of all time, just hands down. Go, you know, there will be blood, Jaws, um, Inglorious Bastards, Rounders, you know, and um, I posted it. Right. I fucking got like three thousand views, and people are 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 commenting. How could you? Yeah, but that shows that if you bring value to people, like there, there's certain things that you can do on Instagram, on on LinkedIn, you can educate, you can entertain, you can create discussion, right, and you can you can innovate by showing by showing what you're doing at your company. Well, revealing the per- your personality, I think, is also such a huge component of this that people are just not doing. You know, people are like, yeah, I've let's see, let's see, let's see your family. Let's see what you're all about. What are your hobbies? What do you, what do you right. do? You right. know, like why, why do we have these backgrounds? Because it shows who we are outside of what we do. Absolutely. And I, think, I think that's so important. And the most, and the most successful people on this platform, they, 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 they wear their heart in their sleeve. They, sh- they talk about their depression. They talk about their struggles. They, they talk, you know, we, we, I always dreamed of starting, I wish that we that like when mom and dad were building the company they were documenting it and if you realize we were put in that situation now because we're starting from zero the pandemic created 
ground zero for us. Absolutely. And now we're actually in that position where, you know what, we, we're, we're starting from nothing and we've been documenting it every step of the way, every picture that we have, every innovation that we created, mm-hmm. we're documenting that. And yeah, it's for LinkedIn, it's for YouTube. But ah, it's for our kids. It's exactly. for our grandkids. It's, it, it's, all, it's all about our legacy that they're going to go back to this podcast and they're going to say, oh, so that's when business really started picking up again after the My great-grandpappy. My great-grandpappy, awesome. Eric. It's awesome. <laughs> My great-grandpappy, Michael. They're going to be like, look at their stupid headphones. Now it's implanted in our ears. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> They should make a microphone that's implanted in your head and it connects to Bluetooth to any computer. Invent it, bro. Top ten worst fucking ideas you've ever come up with. That's <laughs> that's number one. Top ten oh, I'm worst gonna ideas. Do a, I'm gonna do a top ten worst list. That's coming up. Yeah, that's but no, the top up. the top ten lists create discussion, and it that's really that's does. what it's all about. And and it keeps and someone uh, Stephen Shanker. Big shout out to Stephen Shanker. He did a top ten list. He's like Michael Oaken. This is for you. And it was on my birthday, nonetheless. Like it was just it was yeah. great. And he said top ten guitarists of all time. And it was like. It, it was so like I have my top 10 guitarists, you know, I put Tom Morello on there from Rage Against the Machine, who I think is one of the greatest guitarists of all time. And someone, someone commented, never met this guy in my life. He's like, thank you for putting Tom Morello on. I'm like, you're welcome. You know, what's your deal? And he said, Tom Morello is the greatest and no one recognizes him as one of the best guitarists of all time. So it's just conversation. That, I like, love, I love what you're doing on there because I have no desire to do it. And it's, and it's so different from what I'm doing. Hundred percent. I and, and that, that, you know so, what I appreciate that's so that. good. But, but it took you how many years? How long did it take you to really find your voice on LinkedIn? I mean, just you know, just, just now basically I've, you started I've doing. Been, we've been doing LinkedIn for almost a year and a half to two years. Yeah, and it's a constant evolving thing. To fi- you have to find your voice on there. I just wanted to see. Like I just want to talk to people. If I could walk into a, a, a meeting, if I could walk into a room full of procurement people or full of travel managers, and I would just walk in and be like, top ten favorite books of all time. I want to hear Jurassic Park, you know, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, whatever the case. I want to know what makes people tick. I want to know what people love, what people hate. And, right. and, and that's why I started making the list. My one, I did best t- top 10 comedians of all time. George Carlin, number one. I mean, I don't think it's like even, there's no even comparison. Um, I did top 10 actors yesterday. And people are commenting and they're getting thousands of views but it's, it's not my, this is who I am, right? Like I want to hear from, all about. I want to hear was, from the head of procurement at a major corporation. Who is your favorite actress of I all have time? To, I have to tell you, I was watching Hallie, my daughter. We watch YouTube every night in, in our, in my bed. So she, you know, when my, when Jen goes and puts Zach to bed, we sit and we watch YouTube and she put on Gary V. She put on tea with Gary V and she's sitting and watching tea with Gary V with me. And this episode came on where he was, some guy was like, you know, I'm trying to become a health guru online. And he's like, Gary V's like, okay, no, no, no. He's like, okay, you and 115 million other people are doing exactly what you do. He's like, but that's fine. He's like, if you want to go and do it, but, and then, but Gary's like, if you're going to try and monetize your audience, he's like, yeah, you'll get two people to sign up for $20 a month. But what is that? What is that gonna? Ha- what is that gonna make happen? He's like, you can't monetize your audience until you one hundred and ten percent believe in what you're selling is going to bring value to them. And That's brilliant. He, he That's was. He was brilliant. just. He was. And he's like. He's like. He's. He, the guy's like. So what should I talk about? He's like. Talk about your truths. What. What is your absolute truth? 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, and Gary's like, what I see is that you don't even know what your truth is yet. So how can you expect to go sell to people? And he's like, he's like, do you know how much I, Gary's like, do you know how much I give to my audience? And he's like, I asked him to sign up for wine text and nobody does. And it, you know, he, he is just, he is so ahead of his time. Yeah. And like, if you don't, and he, and honestly, he's Gary's like, he's like, I'm just getting started. He's like, really? I am not going to stop until everybody in the world knows who I am. Yeah, that's that's the way we're doing. I mean, that's that what we're insane. doing. That is insane. That is just insane because the level that he's at is so dizzying. The amount his reach on on you know he has people doing um, uh, tr- translations, and he's mm-hmm. translating it to Arabic to to reach that world, sure. and that 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 is just amazing. But yeah, just creating content, I think, is so doing it now for a year and a half two years it's about, mm. about a year and a half or maybe even I honestly think it's maybe just a year we really started last summer doing the podcast no, we signed up for linkedin two months after dad passed it was a, and it was in about right, April so it's, yeah, so it's about a year and a but half you, the podcast we, we, is a year the, the podcast we started in august of last year right so but it's approaching we, a year it's pro, right we're, we're coming up on summer 2020 so like we're podcasting for a year and this has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life personally. This yeah. is not, that's not a bullshit statement. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine not doing it now. I, and it, exactly. It, it's like exactly. a therapy and it's, um, it's just, and there's highs and lows. Don't get me wrong. Where sometimes you feel like you don't have much to say, but like right before we were getting on, you know, I'm like, what do you, you want to talk about? And I said, yeah. just get on the phone and just start on, talking, just, bro. Just, just get on. And yeah, that's what we did. On. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel agreed a hundred percent. Um, podcasting to me is definitely one of the greatest uh, outlets for myself emotionally, yeah, and it, spiritually, um, even physically. I like the way I look on it, and I like the way I feel. It makes me want to work out more, um, and and makes and me want to talk more. Yeah, I'm, vitamin D is like at like peak level right now. <laughs> peak level. Like, if there's like five seconds of sun, I'm going to find it. But um, the podcasting, I, I don't see how we ever like not did this. I wish I wish we'd been doing the podcasting for ten years. Yeah, yeah no, maybe, I I, I am, I implore a hundred million. I implore everybody to to get a voice. Yeah, you, absolutely. You, you have to get a voice because if you're not in control of your online identity, somebody else is going to be. Absolutely, and, and, and you you have yeah. to be in control of what you're saying, and that's how this whole thing started. Was we realized that we didn't have control over our online persona. And you, I'm have, shocked. you have to take control of that. I'm shocked that you haven't made your lists yet. I'm shocked that you haven't commented. And you're like, same, same, same. Like, well, because why aren't it, it, you engaging most of it is the same. Shit? Well, I told you my opinion on it. I think top 10 is too much. And I'm, you know, I'm doing right. my own. I, I, I like top 20. I, know, I, think it's, I think it's too much. But, you know, I would do top five. I think that's easier to digest. I would make a top five list and see. Maybe you're going to get 8,000 views. You have to, you know, you have to try. I I, I'm always, sure. yeah, I'm always about trying new things. Um, but I agree with most everything that you're saying. I mean, I personally was not huge of a, of a rage against the machine fan, but yes, you know, you I, were. No, 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 not no. really. I mean, I'm, I'm more rage in the lines of, I never really cared about the guitarist per se. I liked the band and I was more of a drummers is coming up top 10 drummers of all time. I, I, honestly, mean, right I now. couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell. I, I couldn't Bro. name you. I, I could not name you ten drummers. I can name you ten bands that I like the drumming in, but I couldn't name ten drummers. Who do you think my number one is for for top ten? Drummers? For Tool, but I couldn't tell you what the guy's name is. Danny Carey. Are you exactly. serious? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not interested. I, there's only so much that can seep inside my fucking brain, Michael. 
and I have you should, to. You should, this should just be the Mike Logan podcast. You know, I was about not. to say before this that if you are thinking about starting a podcast, it's much easier if you have somebody to talk to. Agreed. So pick a bro, pick a coworker, pick your sister, sister pick your kids, pick your pick a, pick a parent. Much easier to do this when you have somebody to converse with, and especially with somebody that knows you. If you have a best friend, um, it's that's it's much easier. Because we when I when we tried doing this, I was going to be the face of BLS online, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't I couldn't stand up on a soapbox. Not saying it can't be done alone, um, but it's much easier to do it when you have somebody to talk with. Yeah, and that's exactly how we started this thing. We were doing it from our phones, and you were freezing. You were freezing up, and and I just said no. to you, Eric, just let's talk like we talk. Eric and I shared a bedroom. How many years? Fourteen totally years. About, totally about thirty-eight. <laughs> we're still technically sharing a bedroom at our office but eric and i share an office eric and i shared a bedroom i think till i was about 14 so when um so it was about 11 years that um we shared a bedroom and eric and i every day would just we would talk you know our life was just was put together by mom and dad and you know it wasn't even a question if we had an argument we sat and we ironed it out we used to play mortal Kombat, street fighter you're my you're hours. my soul bro yeah, hundred percent. It's not even a question. We've actually even heard that from a few mediums and psychics that we've been to. That Eric and I planned this life out before we even got here. Absolutely, wouldn't have it any other way. I would make it even better. Make it even better. Have a have a brother thinks like a billionaire. I, you do think like a billionaire. You're very forward thinking. And yeah, but I firmly believe after a certain amount, it's all the same sandwich and. You know, how many different ways can you eat a hamburger? You know, you know, if Bill Gates wakes up in the morning and he, you know, his eyes are crusty, his eyes are, his eyes are crusty. Don't agree with you at all. His knee hurts. Don't agree with you at all. I don't agree with you at all. I don't agree with you at all. He's the one that quoted after the, uh, he's listening. Listen to me. All right, hold on. You you didn't speak for 35 years and all of a sudden I can't shut you up. Okay. All right, like Eric, come on, go let's ahead. go to let's go, go to Studio Fifty Four. No, I have to go on a diatribe about it. You didn't shut up for the last fucking three years, and all of a sudden you like, unleashed you unleashed the good, beast. good. You unleashed the beast. I'm listening to Think and Grow Rich now. I did the Science of Getting Rich last week. I'm listening to Think and Grow Rich. Money, the dollar, the almighty dollar, doesn't have a um, uh, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a soul. It's just that it's paper. It it doesn't mean anything. It's what's up here that counts. And I agree. I'm just I, I'm I'm literally just saying. We all everybody is groggy when they wake up in the morning. That that's that's all that I'm saying. And that um, you know, I read the, I had this thing on TikTok yesterday. I've woken up ten thousand times and I'm still not used to it. It's amazing. Because this is the absolute truth. That every <laughs> but that, but that, I'm, I, that's all I'm saying. No doubt that a billionaire thinks thinks differently than yeah. than we do. That they yeah. that they do know something that we don't know. But you know, no, it's all about no. the you know what well, you have no. to you have to know it. You you have to you have to. Think I do, I'm putting in this out to, be- to the universe. I don't want. And this is I've told you this a million times. I don't want to be a billionaire. Yeah, I'm not no, interested no, in that. No 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 no. That's no. not my goal. I know the amount of money I want in the bank. I know the amount of, of sales BLS is going to do. I know how much I want Monsterland the movie to generate in sales when it comes out. Right. But I. Saying I want to be a billionaire is just 
fucking stupid. And it, it doesn't it, it doesn't show who you are as a person. I want to be a billionaire. What does that even mean? Why do you want to be a billionaire? To show people? To, to, to have unlimited money? So like going back to what you said, if you had $100 million in the bank or a billion in the bank, you know, you're still going to be able to eat at Peter Luger's. Right. If your, you know, if your aspiration is to buy a sports team, yeah, that's you. You need you need to be a billionaire sure. to do that because sure. of whatever your reasoning is. But if you know, it it just depends what your aspiration is to what 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 do you want to be when you grow up, and um, you know, Absolutely. as 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 we know, and as I think a large majority of the population learned um, during this pandemic, that health is everything health is everything. And if you don't have health and, you know, I learned that when dad got sick because, you know, he was a rock star. He was walking through the, through casinos barefoot and, you know, he was, you know, the life of the party. He was on an airplane once a month. Yeah. And then he got sick and then it was all over. And then as he was really dying, um, you know, you, you realize that nothing matters because all the things that he cared about that he would, um, you know, just obsess really over, obsess obsess over, over. And, and harp on when he died, those things died with him. That's a word to our competition. The people that, um, you know, are consistently bad mouthing us to the clients. Health is everything. This, mm-hmm. this, what we're doing right now, it's fun. It's exciting. It passes the time while our, while we're still here. If, but um, if you don't have your health, please, you got to do what you love so you can live your life. Absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately, with the way the world is set up, you know, unfortunately, with the way the world is set up, you know, you have to make a living to do most things that you want. And you have to love, you're going to be way better off loving what you do, you know, believing that you can make a difference in people's lives. That's always Mm -hmm. great, whether it's your kids or whether it's other people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, doing that stuff is, is important. And, when you do um, what you love, it doesn't sound like, it doesn't feel like work. Do you know what Jerry Seinfeld said to Howard Stern? Did you see that quote I sent you? It was absolutely the truth. It was brilliant. He says, Howard, why are you doing what you're doing? It's not for the money. Jerry Seinfeld, why am I doing what I'm doing? Michael and Eric, why are we doing what we're doing? Why, why am I writing books? Because you love it. Why are we in BLS? Why are we selling BLS to the world? Because we love it. Because it's because we because we didn't because we didn't have to, we didn't no. have to we didn't have to innovate as hard as we as we as we did during this whole pandemic. We didn't have to put ourselves out there. We didn't have to get on the phone. Things. We didn't have to get on the we phone. We didn't have to do any of that because there was right. plenty of other companies that didn't, and they'll probably be just fine. Yep. We didn't have to do any of that, but we felt just an obligation to do so, um, for everybody that relies on us, for our kids. And, and it was, you know, it was fun. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it it, it was fun. And as soon as it's not fun, you know, that, you know, it's a problem. Absolutely. And you know, dad once said, and this is going to come out really bad. So I don't want you to like, I don't want any of our listeners to skew it any other way, but when nine 11 happened, it was tragic. It was, I, we were sitting in his office that day and I saw the plane hit the tower when I was driving into the office and you know, when all this shit went down, dad's like, this is okay. He's like, he, he, he calmed the shit out of me. Cause I was, I was freaking out. I was 22 or something when it happened, 23. And, um, he said, this is good. He's like, this is going to reset everything. And he says, this is going to allow us to grow more. He's like, this is going to allow us to weed out the people that don't want to be on team BLS. 
This is going to allow us to keep the people that are on Team BLS. And it was, it was basically what happened now with the with the 2020 pandemic. That um, I told Sharon the same words when she started spinning a little bit when we all went into lockdown, saying, "What's going to happen? What 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 is this? Why why is there no business?" What? And and it's easy to spin, but when you say to yourself, "This is fine. This is okay. We're going to get through this." This is going to, you know, it, what it it goes back to that old cliche: "What doesn't kill you makes you stronger." And like Kelly Clarkson song. Kelly what Clarkson doesn't song. kill you make you stronger. Please don't sing. sing. We're trying to get viewers. Louder. We're trying to get subscribers. Listen, I'm just saying. Whenever you say that, I think of that. I'm just okay. Saying. No, I know. I, you know I'm, I everybody should only really know what goes on inside of our heads. Yes, this is very true. <laughs> but I think that. Um, this is this 2020 pandemic is an opportunity unlike anything that we've ever been through in our lifetimes. I, we've been through 9/11. We've been through the writer strike, which was crippling to BLS. The writer strike was crippling. If you can spin a catastrophe to make to motivate you to win, gosh, you know you, nothing that's can what, stop you. Nothing right, can that's stop what, you. That's a, and Dad taught me that. That was a lesson from David Oaken where, where 9-11 was happening. The towers were coming down. I was in his office in a story, and he told me we were alone in there. Everyone was, like, spinning, going back to their desks and everything. And he's like, this is okay. He's like, this is good. That's Not that it's market. good that people are dying, right? He said, this is good. He's like, this is going to reset everything, and we're going to come out stronger than before. He that taught is me. A, that is a mark of a true leader. Yes. Because, you know, the only way you can know that is by going through it beforehand. And, you know. He was a war. He was a war guy. I mean, he was in he was in the 1967 war in Israel, and you know he definitely he taught Eric and I how to be leaders. And I feel that Eric and I are navigating this pandemic in as as true leaders of our industry. I feel that we are helping people. We're not leaving people in a lurch. We're paying our affiliates even during this this crisis it's a little bit a little through. bit slower but we're, we're we're doing the best we can and and we're Absolutely. speeding as business increases we're speeding it up eric we paid our bills you know like yeah, no 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 doubt about it we we, we paid our bill we didn't hoard anything we didn't hoard the cash we didn't no, say we, pay, and, pay, and, pay, and, pay. in fact we use our personal money for it to pay absolutely we paid our commissions right a lot of companies didn't pay we did it's not to show that we're better not, than them not even a question it's, but it wasn't even a question. That's it's not, that's it's our. Not, it's not even a question. That's our integrity, and 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 I feel that's what's if, going to. If you allow don't have integrity, you have nothing. Absolutely, and that's what's going to allow us to come out on top. Because um, I just feel like we're just we will we will always succeed. Even during this is the worst time, right? We went from thousands of rides a day to zero, right? And. I didn't lose faith. I didn't lose that belief that we were going to be okay. Never. I yeah, no, I, well, while you, while, you know, I did, you do get some depression and you do, you do doubt. Um, but scared, you know, right? you get scared. Um, you have to dust yourself off. And you know, like if you truly believe it happens, but you, you have to, you yes. have, and that, that's, that's an affirmation and you have to be, be a living, breathing affirmation to tr if you truly believe something like you know for everybody that goes to college and they just know they're going to graduate that's an affirmation so if you can take that you just know that this is going to happen to everything else in your life and you truly believe it in your mind it will happen 
I that, know that's right, that's yeah. the law that's the law of attraction and I think that that it's it, it seems spooky and it seems like it's bullshit but literally everybody does it and whatever you think happens if you if you think if you're it's so easy to to to, to use it wrongly because if you go and and you and you're depressed and you and you talk about not having and if you ever say, man, I am never going to be able to graduate college, let's say, you're not going to graduate college. It's just the way it works. Exactly. You know. Nothing, nothing, you nothing know happened yet. Exactly. Yes, nothing's but, happened but, but, yet. But I know I wrote this and book, you I wrote know. This book, I wrote this book in 2014. I self-published it in 2014. It got published in 2017 by a real publisher. And now it's being written in a screenplay format by an award-winning screenwriter and my manager is going to go and try and sell it to a studio. It, it, it's right here. I framed it on the wall. But you, but you know, like, like as sure as shit, when a kid goes off to college, you know that this is going to get made into a movie. It's, it's not, no, it's no not even a question. And it will. TV show, movie, whatever. But whatever. I know it's going to get made. 100%. It's, it's, it's going to get made. And that's the conviction that we all need. That you're gonna, it's, you're gonna get out of this. You're, you're, it's going to be okay. It's going to be, it's going to be great. And not only that, I know that BLS is going to be better than Big, bigger too, b- bigger, leaner, and stronger BLS. That's what we stand is for. It's going to be bigger, leaner, and stronger than we were ever before. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just know. Right. It's, 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 it's just the truth. Yeah. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. I have a friend who's a, um, is a, he's a policeman. Uh, he's, he's pretty high up in the right. He's a sergeant. Um, and I don't want to mention his name because he said like some, something pretty derogatory. I checked on him, how was him, how was wife, and how were his boys. And um, he said, he's like, where's your fucking universe now? Because he knows I wrote Just Ask the Universe, and he's a non-believer. And that's fine. People that don't believe, you don't have to believe. It's Yeah, we're not, trying to, we're not trying to convince you. That's a waste, don't, that's don't, a fucking waste of time to convince anybody who, who doesn't – like, don't try and change people. No, they don't enforce they, they your will. To, yeah, don't yeah, enforce your will on anyone. Yeah, and, don't that enforce- goes, and, and that goes to our competition too. You, you could put your will on our clients; it won't make a difference because if they're not going to use this, it's not because you're telling them not to. Okay, and that's that's with any competition. If people don't want to use us because we're not a good company and they don't want to use us, and that's fine. But no competition is going to go in there going, "They're not good." Like, like that's happening take, now. You can't take a happy client. You can't take a happy client, and Charlie Horky taught us that. Charlie Horky, when we saw him in 2002 at that limo show in Vegas, when we first opened up, thinking that we were going to rock Vegas, and was not the case. We got our asses kicked. But that was anyway, another, that was another lesson. In- don't 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 go there one second. I just want to mention that 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 this guy who's a, who's a sergeant in the police, New York Police Force, great kid. I've known him since gosh, since Al, 12 years old. I've known him. He said, "Where's your fucking universe now?" After the whole coronavirus thing happened, and I said, "Look, you know, this is a setback." And setbacks are a part of life. I never said that life is hunky-dory and there's no such thing as setbacks. What is a movie? A movie is setbacks against the protagonist who is trying to get to his goal, right? You don't just get into a movie and Frodo's going to take the ring and he's going to walk right into Mordor and throw it down Mountain Doom, right? No, he goes through setbacks. That's what life is. Life is setbacks. Well, that's this the only can... way you can build your character. Exactly, but you're, exactly. You're, 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 not, not character in a movie sense. Your personal character. I have news for you, Eric. Everything in life is a movie. 
everything. I've oh. lived, I live like that since I'm five years old. If I'm doing something, I'm thinking of a movie. Everything is the beats of a story. That's everything. how, that's how you correlate in your, in your mind. And, and that, and that's great. And I hope that brings somebody some clarity on, on things, but you know, it's cool. But you were saying before, what did you say before? That, you know, when, we, we've spoken about this before, but when we opened up in Vegas, we were so consumed with that we're going to bring in our style of things, that, you know, a, a New York and L.A. style and in Wallace Waddles 101, you know, you can't go and sell. You can't go to the heart you, of, you can't, can't go you to can't, Florida and find salmon. You can't go to Florida no, 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 and find well, salmon. You know, you can't sell ice cream in, you can't sell ice in, in snow. When, when it's snowing outside, in, you know, in Alaska, in, in Alaska, and that's you know that's business lesson one hundred and one. You have to do what the market wants, and if you're not going to do what the market wants, you're going to you're fail. not going to get business. That's exactly right. And we did that in Vegas, and I will I will was, blame Dad for that. It, it was a lesson, Dad. I'm, we're going to bring that classy style to to Vegas, and Vegas is a classy town. Certain parts of it. And it was a huge lesson for us to say, you know, no, the city doesn't want a professional. Well, honestly, it changed. It changed now. It, de- it, de- it definitely changed now. So dad wasn't necessarily wrong where it is going back to service. And, it, and it's not about volume and it's not about high numbers. It's about taking care of the clients. Because let me tell you something, now Vegas is going to have to work doubly hard to make people feel safe and wanted in the casinos. And we watched a video from the wind yesterday. Oh my it totally God. Made, it totally made me want to go there. The video that they made made me feel safe where they were, you know, Eric, they, there were they, dividers, there were dividers <laughs> in, in, in the wind. I, I, I don't know yeah. what they're going to do. That's the, whatever. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, there, there's been contention in our industry as to divider in the, yes to a divider or no to a divider. No, and, there's uh, one company who's saying yes. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't see an, I didn't see another company that, that another larger company that they're not doing it too. And I feel like, you know, why better be safe than sorry but you know that to each their own yeah each their own and if they feel it's not good for them who cares god bless you yeah no god bless bless you all we know all we know is that they're putting dividers everywhere yes everywhere yes so if they're putting it everywhere it damn well better be in the car absolutely absolutely and if it and if it keeps our employees it keeps our drivers 10% 10% safer. 5%, 1% safer. 5%, 1%. Safer. It's it. still 1% safer that I know the people who are not putting dividers, which, you know, if I'm getting into a car right now and I do use our car service quite often, not recently, but I do use it. And you want to get into a car without a divider, God bless you. I'm not using that service. I'm using a service that has a divider and that might not even be BLS. If I use a car service and they don't have a divider in the car, I'm not getting in their car. That's my I own agree. my own I, personal preference. I, I agree 100%. I haven't been to a CVS yet, but I I can't wait to see the divider when I check out. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yep. I think it's Absolutely. great going going to Disney. There's going to be dividers on Small World. <laughs> I don't, you know, <laughs> no, there's who the, who I'm just saying I'm going to be on a ride. I want some guy breathing on me in the back. Come on. Yeah, no, if I'm in a, if I'm we're in a merch place or if we're in a um, you know, going to get like Rice Krispie treats or Mickey waffles or something. It's gonna be great. And there's no divider. No, right. If there's no divider, I'm not going into that store. You know, it's that's not me. And Absolutely. I think I think the dividers are here to stay. I don't think they're. I I you know. I, I think know. I think in some form it it definitely will be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I definitely I definitely think maybe not in this um, format. I think it's going to evolve into an even more elegant solution. Sure. Um, but you know, we were all in kind of a rush to get it out, 
and but I think that it's going to change and and it's cheap enough and it's um you know it's easy enough to to switch out and stuff like that but yeah no you know craps Eric there's dividers at blackjack tables there's dividers it doesn't in- do anything <laughs> okay so go go sit next to somebody when they're when they're playing when dice and they're screaming and spitting. Go ahead. Yeah, go stand well, next to someone while they're playing. We have filtration in the air. It's not enough. It's not enough. Take every single precaution at your disposal. Absolutely. These dividers cost $100 a car. Give me a break. And like I said, it's, if, it keep, if it keeps our employees 1% safer, it was worth every penny. It was worth every penny. It, but doesn't, for, interfere, for, it doesn't interfere with anything in the car. No, just <laughs> there's dividers in Disney World. There's dividers in Las Vegas casinos. There's dividers in CVS. Yes, we're putting dividers in our cars, and there there's no there's no other alternative. You know, like I said, I'm getting into a car. I'm getting into a car with a divider in it. You don't want to? You want to put your talent with cars with no dividers? God bless you. Yeah, you want to you want to send your employees somewhere without it? Be my guest. God bless you. Not not in our family. I wish they could put it in the airplanes. Yeah, I agree. In between the seats. I agree. Something out. Yep. Or like pull it down or something like that. You know, yeah, like, like the armrest goes pulls up like this. They should they should have dividers that like a window. They should have a window. Yes. You know, even if it's yes. this high, you know, if someone you know, they they, they sneeze when when you're sitting 100%. next to them and, and you're packed like sardines. That sounds I great love, to me. I love that there's certain companies in our industry that are not putting dividers in because they don't work. Okay. It's a stupid, just for the record, it's a stupid, it's, it's a stupid place. It's a stupid line to be drawn. hundred percent. My opinion. Take it or or leave it. Yeah, man. And I want to just mention that, you know, this is like, this is like YouTube drama. I see, I see you, I see YouTubers do this. I want to just say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to say, the dividers were approved by our infectious disease doctor that it will help stop things, stopping the spread to our employees. It's recommended in Las Vegas. New York City has a list of approved vendors. The TLC has a list of approved vendors. It's recommended <laughs> by the state of Nevada. But, this, the, but people are being told they don't work. And, and my response to, to the travel managers who are saying, we're being told they don't work. If you're going to put your executives in a car, if a, if a BLS car shows up and the other guy's car shows up without a divider and BLS has a divider, who are you going to get? Who what car? And be honest, please. Well, I would only use a car with a divider. Well, you answer your own fucking question then. Yes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think that, I think that, that, I think that covers it. But I think with that, um, I, this was a great podcast. Let's I sign off. Be, hold on one second. Before we sign off, like, subscribe, leave comments down below. Do you know what Kayla texted me yesterday? Did she text you that same thing? Yeah, my she daughter, wants to make like t-shirts. Yeah. My daughter texted me. She goes, Daddy, you have to make Oaken Bros merch. She's the cutest fucking child on planet Earth. Yeah, she no, I said, I said, yeah, merch. It was, it was very cute. And I told her that now is not we the need- time. We're not going to invest into that right now because we have right. other places where, you know, funny is, money is finite right now. So we have to invest into other things, but you damn well, I'm going to make an Oaken Bros shirt. I'm going to make an Oaken I want to make an Oaken Bros golf shirt, Eric. Eric, I need an Oaken Bros golf tee. Absolutely. And I would yeah. love if, um, 
you know, I, I would be thrilled if anybody would buy that. That would be very, very cool. But yeah, that you know, would be not, cool. Not yet. We'll get you know. there. We'll get there. We need, a, I think, about a thousand subscribers first before. I'm we not go. interested in monetizing anything. I that agree. Hundred It was just she was so cute. No, it was she cute. Came she goes, Daddy, why don't you start creating merch? I said, text Did me you? That, te- did you tell her to text me? Yes. Yeah, it was very cute. She was so adorable. Because it was so off the cuff. She's growing up in that generation. She's growing up in that. Yeah, no, if she feels like when she's 16 and she's going to want to start a t-shirt company, she can literally start one in five minutes. And I think that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And and she's growing up in an environment where, you know, we're we're go-getters, you know, they want to go start a t-shirt company online. Go ahead. Go learn how to use Photoshop. You know, I've been been on the search. I want to start making um, those carousels again. Um, But I, uh, I just don't have the patience or the time to do it myself. So, yeah. Eric, this is a great podcast. Yeah, well, like, subscribe, leave comments down below. You want to go into companies' cars without dividers? Go for it. We 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 commend you for doing that. Our clients and our family, the BLS family, they're getting into cars with the safest cars on the road. Damn straight. Like, Peace subscribe, out, leave comments down below. Peace out, and we'll see you guys soon. Be safe, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.